0: Why did you decide to come to McKendree? Was it because of a sports scholarship? Currently, about 75% of full-time undergraduate McHenry students play a sport, according to the Office of Postsecondary Education website. When McHenry was founded, there were no organized sports teams. And so today, we will dive into the history of sports at McKendree on this episode of the Spooky History of McHenry. Hello, I'm your host, Elena, And I'm so glad that you're tuning in to this episode. So, sports are a major part of life at McKendry today, but it wasn't always that way, and it may be hard to imagine that. Back in the early days of McKendry, there were no organized athletics. Back then, going to college wasn't common, so it was a huge deal to be able to go. Students were more focused on graduating with a degree than actively competing in sports. Now... Students were still now having fun and being active wasn't completely out of the picture at this time. Students played some games and activities outside for fun in their downtime. Students also played games similar to golf, soccer, jumping, and diving. Students would play after class, and in the summer, they would go and play in Silver Creek. Now, playing for fun didn't last very long. When the civil and the civil war and the industrial revolution brought about a change in the students. Students didn't want to play games for fun as much and started wanting to play for physical strength. The industrial revolution made traveling much easier and the recent civil war made people realize the benefits of exercising. Students wanted a gym for physical training and so they brought that to the school board. In 19 19- in 1867 then, McKendree president, President Allen, called a meeting to discuss this, and the decision was made that day to create a building for athletics, and they named it Athletathon. Now, we still know this building today, and we call it Wildley Hall. And around the same time, at this board meeting, baseball became the favorite for outdoor sports. And so, the Athletathon allowed for the rise of sports at McKendree. The Athletathon was McHendry's first gym, and this building had equipment such as dumbbells, wands, swinging rings, ropes, and horizontal bars. And the athletic teacher, Mr. Radcliffe, was an amazing gymnast. With the help of Mr. Radcliffe, the students used this equipment to learn gymnastics and circus feats. The students held a few public performances in 1868 and 1869. They completed dangerous feats, like that of a circus performance. The men swung from the trapeze did tumbling on the springboard and flew around in the sky. Unfortunately, Mr. Radcliffe badly sprained his ankle during a performance and was not able to be an athletic teacher anymore. And so, with him no longer teaching, many students lost interest in gymnastics and stopped performing. Now, McHenry also had a basketball, baseball, football, and tennis, and football has always gained the most interest from students and the community. Now, the rise of sports was not all funny games. Many people believed that schoolwork should take priority over athletics, especially while in college. There was a lot of controversy around the dangerous sports, especially football. In the archives, they mention a man who had strong opinions on college athletics and McHenry, Dr. Chamberlain. In 1906, he made reports on his opinions regarding the matter. Dr. Chamberlain states that athletics have no proper place in the college curriculum, and that it is a mere unimportant part of college life. But it is a fact that athletics are becoming more popular at universities and colleges around the country. He then moves on to talk about football. In summary, he states that people say that sports lead to high physical development and create college spirit to defend dangerous games like football. Many are very much against football and its season around 1906, which closed with 27 deaths and 140 people seriously injured. The arguments for this cruel sport are well-grounded. If the mission of an institution of learning is to promote so-called physical culture at the expense of human lives, there are serious consequences connected to this so-called sport. Chamberlain also states that he does not wish to be seen as somebody opposed to athletics. Physical culture is important, but we need to make sure that we are promoting physical culture that leads to healthy bodily development and removes dangerous games from play. Now, what happened afterwards is that the majority of the board agreed with Dr. Chamberlain, and so football was officially prohibited, as well as all intercollegiate contests. They hired a physical director, or what we today would call a PE teacher, who took charge of gym classes and home field sports. The physical director organized basketball teams in Philo and Plato, two fraternities, and had them play against each other, so there was a sense of competition at the school. Now, this policy set by Dr. Chamberlain of no football and no intercollegiate games lasted about two years. Many community members and board members felt that the school had become divided and not united by fighting against each other in other sports. And so, at the board meeting two years later in 1908, athletic policy was reversed hello everyone I just realized I made a mistake in what I'm about to say so football did not come back in 1908 it actually stayed banned for about 11 years and did not come back until around 1916 and so with football and intercollegiate games returned to McHenry, the sports began to resume Students returned to competing in sport games against other students, and football returned to being a fan favorite. In 1909, Dr. Benjamin M. Hypes gave the college about five acres of land across from the main campus, separated only by Alton Street, to be used as an athletic field. Now, it took quite some time to level the land for this field. The land was very just very lumpy, and it was hilly and very difficult to level. But eventually they were able to level it, and this field was named Hypes Field after the man who bought the land. And Hypes Field became the place for field sports like soccer, baseball, track, and football. But McKendry did not stop at Hypes Field. Earlier in the year, in 1903, Eisenmeyer Gym was built. Now, this gym underwent many impro- improvements and renovations. The building originally had solid dust floors, and those were soon changed to concrete after its creation. Later, a board floor was placed over top of the concrete floor to make it safer to play basketball in there. Now, in 1923, a new section was added to Eisenmeyer Gym to accommodate spectators, and two dressing rooms containing lockers and showers were built underneath these bleachers. By the 1950s, Eisenmeyer was too outdated, and so a new gym was required. Construction of this new gym, Bearcat Gym, was completed in 1958. Now, Bearcat Gym was discussed earlier in a different episode of the Spooky History of McKendry, if you would like to go back and hear more about Bearcat Gym but Bearcat Gym fit over 200 people in its stands and was the main facility for basketball games. And so, the sports of McKendry continued to expand and change. Sports came and went from McKendry's sports program. As we heard earlier, gymnastics was at McKendry around 1868, but unfortunately it died out. Wrestling and boxing were also ones that came and went in the past. Tennis had a tough time staying on campus due to lack of maintenance. In 1890, a tennis court randomly appeared on McKendree's front campus. And within three years, two more courts randomly appeared next to the original one. Now, these courts were owned by students who were interested in tennis and were not owned by the school. And so, in 1905, the college board decided that the tennis courts in the front yard were not dignified and were somewhat of a disfigurement to campus. And so, these courts were removed, and there were then no tennis courts on campus until after the dormitories were built in 1911. Three courts were then constructed and on the back campus behind Carnegie Hall. These courts would fall into a state of disrepair and be abandoned in the early 1940s. It wasn't until the spring of 1963 that construction would start on the courts. Now, in the spring of 1935, softball appeared on Hype's Field, and a few years later, volleyball and golf were added on. Football was an intercollegiate sport for many years, but when it was dropped, touch football became a fall league sport in 1951. And also, intermural sports came to rise at McHenry. The range of intermural sports was vast. There was tennis, table tennis, bowling, shuffleboard, archery, horseshoes, cross-country racing, trap shooting, softball, basketball, ping pong, touch football, and many others, just to name a few. Some intermural sports were run by faculty members. But it was pretty common back then to have physical education majors teach certain intermural sports, and lead them. Now, an increase in interest in sports meant an increase in need for materials. The McHenry sports got better and better and even earned recognition nationwide. The 1980s was an amazing time for sports at McHenry. In the 1980s, the men's basketball team became a major national association for intercollegiate athletes powerhouse in Illinois. And for those who don't understand sports like me, it basically means that the men's basketball team won a lot of games in the 80s. And so, and also, the McKendrick College soccer team developed into a nationally ranked contender during the 1980s and the college baseball squad compiled an impressive winning record around then. And the golf team also went to, win a, went to the national tournament in 1982. The women's volleyball team won state championships three times in the 1980s. The women's softball team was also frequently nationally ranked, and the women's basketball team saw several impressive seasons in the 80s. Now, winning teams meant more people coming to watch the games, but McHenry didn't have the space for them. And so this resulted in the need to build a larger space, both for practicing and for viewing. And so in 1988, the Melvin Prize Convocation Center was constructed. This building is near Hypes Field and is the main place for sports at McHenry. Now, despite their age... McHenry still makes use of many of the buildings and fields discussed in this podcast for the use of sports and entertainment. This goes to show the hold sports will forever have at McHenry. Throughout all the ups and downs sports have faced at McHenry, they still stand strong today. That's why about 75% of students at McHenry come here because of sports. So, thank you for listening to this episode of The Spooky History of McHenry. I really hope you enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun to make. If you have any recommendations on what we should cover next, let us know down in the comments below. My sources for this episode come from the Holman Library Archives Centennial, McHenry College History of 1982 to 1928 to 1978. McHenryBearcats.com and the Library of Congress Digital Collections of Americans at Leisure. This has been Elena Mouser recording for the McHenry Radio in Carnegie Hall.